As Maizea Bushka would often say, Jacob, it is not enough to simply walk with purpose, for that purpose must choose to also walk with you. I always thought that to be a clever tautology stumbled upon by an undereducated yet often overserved soldier, it was later that I realized an existence hollowed out by unyielding structure and systematized violence afforded him a unique perspective. But unlike Grandfather, it was not on the battlefield that I was granted this gruesome clarity. No, there, there I learned in war, always the wrong ones die. My days in the phalanx, holding together the broken and the rent bodies of the children, of farmers and mealers, and those that cannot afford to dream, foolishly trying to stem the tide of all that spilt poor blood. For all Taldor's glories, all I held in my heart was their eyes, going milky with death, and in my hands, pieces of them, like some great awful puzzle to reassemble, flanges to metacarpals, to carpals to radius, and ulna to humerus, and deep, deep in my soul, indelibly etched names of those responsible, sitting far from the awful fog of war. And it was only as I watched the abrupt parting of my last commander general's soft, aristocratic face from his head that I began to understand my childhood lesson. It was written in the divine, sanguine arcs of arterial spray and in the quiver of soft, surprised exhale of finality from his unworthy lungs. There, revealed to me in an overture of the most pure death, stood a great, crimson, manted figure. Chitin made all the more red by the gentle mist of the noble's escaping essence. This was my mentor, my savior, and the brutal avatar of Lord Hitchcock himself. It was Italian who began my education in a way that my grandfather would truly approve of. Under the bruised tropical sunsets that would pool their red light onto the beaches of Ilz Magorti, I first unlearned and, in time, fully unmade myself, and then rebuilt the man that stands before you as an obverse of what he once was. No longer did these hands try to stupidly suture together their sick future. No, humerus separated from radius and ulna, ripped from the carpals, lopped from the metacarpals, shorn from the phalanges. I tore the flesh of their gilded dream with sawtooth serration, leaving it tattered like so many blue and gold tabards over broken young bodies. The smallest poisoned prick on padded foot can bring low the greatest of proud beasts. And I myself became the thorn scourge for reckoning for Talder's self-styled lions, 
grown fat and slow on a diet of luxury born of suffering. And now, as an older man, my Zeodushka's words come to me again. They ring in my ears like the singing of sawtooth steel freed from its sheath. And when I look back to regard the gory path that I have taken along with he who walks through blood, I can see at times where I wandered lost, tracing a single sit of footprints through the carnage. Confused, I ask Ekchik, my purpose, why were you not walking with me then? To which he replies, Jacob, there, that is where I carried you. I mean, clearly, look at the size of those footprints. They're huge and like really mantisy. Do you not see that? Did you think you were carrying me? And it is in those words that I can finally find my peace. This is Pod Against the Machine. Welcome back to Jimmy Fame Presents Bonus Against the Machine, more pod for your bod. Sponsored by Charlie of the Lizard Folks Chicken Emporium. More cluck for your buck. I am your GM once again for today, Jeff. And with me, as always, we have everyone else. Say hi, everyone else. Hi, everyone, everyone, else. everyone else. Hi, everyone else. Hi, everyone else. Oh, they did it. Such good listeners. Oh, boy. We are in the van equivalent here of in Mark of the Mantis. You know, the author of this one shot, John Compton, great guy, confidently thinks you probably walk through this bad boy in three hours. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, John. Oh, John. Maybe another group could, but... We're not trying to speed run, you know, we're just, they're really getting into the assassin's mindset. And last time on the program, Italian and Kangir uh, decided to dispose of the guard after Italian donned somewhat hastily its garb and... They did this, you know, finding a little shed to hide the body in as Jacob and Zia ascended the tower via a climbing bolt, saw three guards, but decided, hey, if we time it right, if we do some ghost sound goodness, then we could probably bust this skylight in and descend into the roof. So the two of them successfully descended into the tower while Kangir at Italian surprisingly aggroed an encounter uh, <laughs> with a large plant creature known as a shambler uh, who has a lot of hit points and hits like a truck, almost as though John Compton again uh, expected the party to probably encounter it together, but 
hey, we, if nothing else, we defy expectations here at Network Against the Machine. And thankfully, this charismatic duo managed to convince the younger guard that the plant creatures out of its mind help us out uh, and dished out some damage while Atelian and Kangir managed to, you know, they're, they're going to get reinforcements for sure. Oh, wink. So younger guard is bravely standing with full faith in Atelian. Uh, and Wait, that is where... younger guard? Did they hire an even younger guard? He was the youngest guard. Oh, no. Before. Was he like... <laughs> It's just a baby crawls by <laughs> with a fountain. Dragging it behind. Nope, you got me. This was the youngest guard. You passed your test. Uh, hero point. Ooh, pedantic hero point. Thank you. <clears throat> I appreciate it. Yeah. It's technically the best kind of hero. <laughs> it's, it's up there. Top three for sure. And... This time we'll continue with the social squad. You thought for sure, I know how this Jeff works. He's going to jump to stealth squad and we'll just leave us hanging. But now we're going to begin the top of round five as the Shambler now has but one target for his vine rage uh, and is going to take a swipe at youngest guard unnamed as he is uh, hit but not crit <laughs> and deal ooh 18 damage youngest guard uh, is near death but, oh, no. but this shambler is going to strike out at him again uh, this time at multiple attack penalty oh youngest guard will live forever uh, surely that's a critical miss with a natural one uh, and in frustration and confusion the uh, ill-advised third strike attempt oh no oh, oh no, no indeed oh. Uh, that barely hits uh, and Youngest guard is going to take a, a vine of 13 damage and is a blood splat oh, no. on the grounds of Everbloom Manor. The younger they are, the harder they <laughs> fall. Oh dear. Uh, smaller Italian. It it is your turn. Oh. And remember that even though Izzy may not be evil, Italian is and might not lament this at all. <laughs> Fair. Uh, okay, yeah. Italian has seen worse things in his life and is going to keep it moving. Uh, with another, I don't know, dash, stride, run, walk. I'm just going to move as far as I can in this direction. Nope, I'm going to collide with the wall. Five feet. Uh, and then we'll go for about another 30 feet, 35 feet. All right, I've double moved 
Um, I am now just a couple feet from the tower. Well, then I will hang out here. You, you know what you, you know what you could do? Just, just throwing this out here. Totally feel free to dismiss it. You can seek and see if you have any insight into how those two ascended the tower, maybe. Oh, that's a good idea. If you kind of look in that direction, you might even see something. The perception check. Sort of like a grappling hook dangling off the side like, of the tower. Hypothetically. All right, let's do that. Bolt with a rope hanging down. Nice. Uh, it's a 33 to seek and see if I can figure out where my friends have gone and how. Wow. What an observant leader you are. Uh, you actually do see from this angle, not a gimme, just the faint silhouette in the night of a rope anchored to the top of the tower. You're roughly there on the eastern side of the tower. And you might be able to get to that next turn. Should you wish. It's just an option <laughs> available to you. All right. And with that action, we go to inclusive Kengir. Kengir is going to look at over the railing the plant murdering the only uh, person who knew we were here that could talk and say well that worked itself out and (laughs) she is then going to uh, move let's see 25 feet for one action and then before she goes any further because she is very hurt she is going to pull out and drink this uh, healing potion lesser she has and get back uh, 14 health and I'm assuming that's her turn because I think in Tui it's still an action to draw and an action to drink so that will be her turn and that will take us to moment of silence for the youngest guard in the top of round six this major shambler is uh, not the smartest creature and you know is fairly injured so confused as it is about who was friend and foe uh, not sure exactly where you two took off to uh, for now at least this shambler is going to stride back over to its kind of hidey hiding spot in the shrubbery and Return to its mound form. And effectively, we are now out of initiative. Bravely ran away, away. Well, out of initiative, I guess I can go catch up. So while the two of you, you know, perhaps nurse your wounds, perhaps discuss what to do next, we leap Starwipe to the second floor where... Zia and Jakob have entered the tower via the skylight and you find yourselves looking at a uh, sort of a five foot hallway straight down to the south with a door at the end of it and then right across from that door is a stairway descending down. Um, It is quiet but... The devil lives in still waters. 
let's check this door. Pointing kind of down the five-foot hallway to the south. Sounds good to me. Do you think after we're done here, we should double back and try to recruit that, that younger guard we saw before? I like the cut of his jib. Yes, I, I see a like, bright future uh, in front of him. Um, roll like a perception check to check the door. Sure. Uh, 26. It doesn't appear to be trapped, uh, but it does appear to be locked. Well, that sounds like the type of thing that a rogue might need to break out a set of thieves tools for. Ooh. Can I attempt to pick this lock? Presumably. It does indeed look pickable. I assume that's thievery? You are correct in your assumption, sir. Sweet. Uh, natural one. Oh no, it's locked harder. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> yeah, so on a critical failure, you break your tools. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember if you had replacement picks in your sheet. Oh, I do. I have a set. Nice. Well, how handy is that? <laughs> it's almost like they knew what was about to happen. We're going to go for a different D20 this time. Slightly better result. A natural 2 for a 14. <laughs> okay, that is not successful, but it's not critically unsuccessful. So you can keep trying or or not. Oh, this is getting embarrassing for Zia, but she's um pretending that it's all part of the process, I think, as she just surreptitiously uh, rolls one more. That is a 22. Meets beats. That is a first success on this lock. Oh, no. <laughs> it seems as if even the smallest and persistent drip can affect the stone, no? You you wouldn't understand. This is a extremely advanced lock. It's, it's um, you know, cutting edge. It's, it's just the uh, most incredible lock I've ever seen, probably, but... Um, no big deal for me. As a Zia hits a natural 20 for a 32. Oh, with <laughs> that critical success, that you get the additional two you needed to unlock this door. And with a satisfyingly quiet click, it is now unlocked and openable. So before you is a nice bedroom. It's kind of strangely shaped, you know, it's a semicircle, but a nice bedroom. Got a bed, a night, couple nightstands, a wardrobe, even a washstand, and a bookshelf. Can we search about, seek about, see if there's anything interesting in here? Do we have to designate one of those areas that you had kind of previously indicated? Up. Uh, no, I think in the reality of how small this space is, that feels unnecessarily tedious. So, should we just roll a perception? Please. Uh, not great. That's a 17 from old disadvantageous Yakub. Uh, the indiscreet Zia gets a 18 on the die for a 30. Oh, nice. <laughs> Oh, Zia, indiscreet though you may be, 
you notice something interesting and it's not any of the places where you might have thought it would be arrayed above the bed is what seemed at first to just be like a this little decorative sunburst but it's in actuality 11 crossbow bolts five of which are low-grade cold iron five are low-grade silver and one is a beacon shot bolt and you even find somehow you could just pick it out with your amazing roll underneath the bed is a plus one crossbow whoa it is a good find yes there's some pretty sweet stuff she's got hiding here so what the beacon shot bolt does i'll just tell you it's it's interesting it's a flecked with glimmering gemstones little tiny flecks and if you activate this beacon shot bolt and hit the target it spews sparks for a minute (laughs) (laughs) so it's like a flare gun yes so if the target was invisible it becomes hidden Uh, and it negates the concealed condition if the target was otherwise concealed sounds pretty exciting yeah so I'm wearing explorer's clothes right now but I'm under the assumption that there's probably not a whole lot that Jakob can change into in here do you wish to blend in then stairs I'm already blending in Perfectly. Okay. You don't want to, like, freak her out by, like, wearing some of her clothes and, like, making eye contact. She'll never see me. I am. You only see me because I choose to allow you to. (laughs) You do have a wardrobe filled with elegant woman's clothing if you wanted to change Jacob. You don't have to. Change Jacob. Do it. I mean, if I was not on the mission, yes. But, uh, this, uh, can you see how high I can kick in this? He demonstrates by keeping his right foot above his head for a distressingly long period of time. <laughs> for the rest of the adventure. <laughs> for the entire adventure. Um, so, should we leave... We lift the other rope. Should we leave this rope? And uh, we should probably clean up glass if we're not, but if we are leave rope, then no reason to shut barn door when horse is already broken glass. So <clears throat> it, took, it took a few tries to get this door open, a little searching around the room, and... I think as you're having that conversation, you kind of peek out one of the windows that's 20 feet up on the eastern side of the door, and you see Kangir and Italian climbing the rope. (laughs) (laughs) I bet they already killed her. They're just coming to tell us that it's all over already. Well, uh, if that's the case, then perhaps we... Both grab some nice, nice clothes from the wardrobe and go downstairs. But uh, I will hedge my bits. I see. I don't like to 
eat my blini before the caviar is on, you know. Did you... S- <laughs> you know what? Don't worry about it. <laughs> I, for one, have confidence in Italian. I, I, I mean, I do as well. I just... Uh, I, the feeling our target is a bit more sequestered. So I guess we're just going to wait. Maybe clean up the glass um, as, as best we can. Grab maybe like a duvet or something and just kind of sweep it all up and drape some fancy clothes over the the window so it's easier to climb through without cutting yourself you know yeah or even if there's like another like throw rug take that rug and just throw it straight over the glass so it looks like there's nothing there so we don't even have to really like ball it up and hide it nice brilliant and the rug really ties the room together Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah man Abiding Zia. <laughs> you you do find a convenient throw rug, ties the whole five foot hallway together, and uh, Kangir and Italian are athletic enough to climb the rope and are able to join you. And even though we'll most likely descend to the first floor, I just want to see what adjectives it gives you guys. Um, so. We've got a technical Kangir <laughs> and a fervent Italian. Ooh, fervent's always good. Fervent. Uh, before we descend, uh, Kangir is going to come up to Yakov and say, uh, "Hey, you're you're a doctor, right?" Yes. I fell into a really angry bush on the way over here. Can you help? Yes, yes, yes. Uh... I can see that I am clearly needed. Um, my goodness! He approaches his mentor immediately. Did you say you, you fell into a bush? It's an extremely aggressive bush. Surprisingly aggressive for a bush. <laughs> you would be shocked. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already shocked, and I haven't even seen the bush. Cool, cool. So... Do we want to take, like, some time? Do people have some sort of refocusy situation that they need to do? Or, um... Um... Uh, I didn't use up. You might have... Do you get anything back? Uh, no, because the only spells you used wouldn't have been ones that used focus points, right? Yeah, no, I don't think so. Yeah, so we're fine to keep going. Do the faster healing. Yeah, since Jacob has the ward medic feet, could treat both of you at the same time. Uh, unfortunately, without like continual recovery, you'd have to wait an hour to do a second check. So, indeed, I am going to treat both of your wounds. But yeah, that's treat wounds, because I, I can't use ward medic with battle medicine, but... Let's just hang out for a second and do a little treat wounds thing. Maybe we retreat. Yeah, if it's better to do that one. We, and yeah. if you can do it for both of us once, then yeah. it's 10, not 12. Yeah. So that's yeah. not that bad. In the meantime, yeah. we can pull out the, the grappling hook and maybe the, the bolt as well to sort of cover our tracks a little. Yeah, we'll explain what, what we all did, which is um, incredibly heroic stuff. Just really, really textbook assassin. Um, no one knows we're up here. 
So, good on ya, team. <laughs> well done. I am going to make for... Uh, for... Probably both of them. I'm just going to go for the DC 20 on this uh, because I am an expert. So that will add an extra 10 if I succeed. Uh, let's do uh, Italian first. Alrighty, that is a 27. So unfortunately, that is not a critical success, but... Um, that's 2d8 plus 10. Wow. So I don't know if you want to roll that or... Uh, uh, sure. 2d8 plus 10. Yeah, so unless you were taking 20 minutes, that would be the roll for both of them. Oh. Oh, okay. Cool. So yeah. I didn't realize if that was like... I had to do two separate rolls because I was like tending them both in the ward... Or, like, running back and forth like I was on two dates, like I was on a 90s sitcom. (laughs) But, um, yeah, no, I'm cool with that. So I uh, kind of patching them both up, and he's muttering under his breath, like, Scipula separated. Brady is correct. Just kind of making a survey of uh, all the injuries as he is patching them up. And... Looks like that is a 21 for Italian and a 20 for King Gear. Mm-hmm. I'm back up only about 20 below my max now, so I'm pretty good. Um, while Jakob is doing this healing, um, Zia's just going to casually cast a message just to magically whisper to Italian, um, Jakob didn't have any confidence in you. He thought you were screwing things up. I, I figured that you were doing perfect assassin things, you know, since you're, you know, like just the greatest and everything. Uh, and Italian will message back. Thank you, my child. Uh, as you know, the guy that is last, he's not first. Extremely, <laughs> extremely too true. <laughs> Are you confident enough then in your current health? Or are you going to take an hour and patch up again? I I think an hour is too long. I'm only... I'm at 62 out of 88. What is uh, Italian at? Uh, Italian's back up at full at 60. Uh, okay. Live forever. So even me injured, I'm still pretty tanky. Yeah, I think you still have more HP than I do. This is nice. Yeah. I'm ex- I'm really enjoying the experience of being so squishy. Uh, first, uh, I, I'm not sure if Zia was trying to keep it for themselves, uh, my mentor. But we did find this excellent crossbow if you would like to keep yourself at a distance. Not saying your martial prowess is not unmatched, but... It does exist. Which also brings me to my second point. Uh, How should we proceed? Uh, What is our story? We've all, I'm assuming we've, we've, uh, we've touched base on all the things that have happened as far as what is necessary. So I think we can say we didn't get a whole lot more information there. Um, So Italian will say, 
uh, yes, we must proceed carefully, mindfully. Uh, downstairs, we must proceed. Uh, in addition to that, we must go well. For as it is written, when you go well, you go. <laughs> While Italian's saying that, he is just staring daggers. Uh, I think Kendra also say, so the uh, ex-cop was was going to keep that weapon to themselves? Yes, it appears. The serial number is scratched off and everything. It was going to be a present later. Thanks for ruining the surprise. I had this whole elaborate thing planned out, but whatever, it's fine. They, they were going to keep it. Anyway, let's go. So wait, are, are, are we your retinue, your guards? Oh, right. Uh, yes, my retinue and my bodyguard. I am still, no, I'm a guard. I'm a guard and you Let's all are guards you're in too. guard uniform. Yeah, that's right. I'm a guard and you are my prisoners. <laughs> well, the two of us could be, because Sam is dressed in a fancy outfit. And was, what was, was Jakob able to find anything? No, because it was all like women's clothes. I'm wearing an explorer's outfit. So yeah. yeah. So yeah, it looks like we're doing the old uh, Wookiee <laughs> Wookie prisoner <laughs> approach. <laughs> Well, it doesn't need to be a prisoner. We can just be guarding this uh, noble woman and her explorer clothes friend. <laughs> noble woman and this homeless man she met outside. <laughs> explorer clothes friend. It's a description of a relationship you can have with somebody. Well, this mocked this mocked or dunk. <laughs> yes, this mocked or dunk. Might I suggest we attempt to not be seen at all for as long as possible <laughs> when we go downstairs. A wise suggestion. Agreed. Let's begin with you not being seen as much as possible. No? Yeah, when uh, we were outside, one of the guards said that we're not allowed in a lot of places around here, so it'd be suspicious. I think the only place they said we could be inside, they said there was a foyer somewhere that we could hang out in. But other than that, if they see us anywhere in here, it's going to raise questions. Let us move stealthily then. As the sheep through the fog. We could do follow the expert to um, stealthily proceed downstairs. It's true. Yeah. We have an expert in stealth. I'm only trained. Oh, I am an expert in stealth. So that just grants each of you a plus two in stealth for the check. Nice. And you count as trained, or you can add your level as a proficiency bonus even if you're untrained in stealth. Nice. What kind of, it's a proficiency, what kind of bonus are you giving me? Circumstance bonus is the plus two. Circumstance, okay, all right. All right. Oh, gotta stop rolling. In the, gotta stop rolling in the thing. I have a plus twelve. <laughs> yeah, makes me feel a little bit less bad, I guess. Uh, Kinder falls down the stairs in four. <laughs> <laughs> 
Noted. And I don't even take an armor check penalty because one of my feats. I'm so stealthy. Except when I roll to see how stealthy I am. Uh, that was a natural one, if you can't tell from the uh, reactions of everyone. Natural one for a what? Uh, for a 13. Which, if that would be a normal fail, it becomes a critical fail, because natural one. Hooray. I rolled a 2 for a 15. I don't know what I rolled. Something for a 24. A 9. A 9 for a 24. Yeah, that's math. <laughs> there we go. It's basic algebra. And I rolled a 10 for a 24. Well, the four of you descend in varying levels of stealth and length thereof. <laughs> this <laughs> spiral-ish staircase and you find yourself into this Another old part of the construction. It's looks like some sort of combination art gallery and lounge. There's an oak bar for mixing drinks and low table with comfy, comfy chairs. Uh, you also see a noble woman. Just kind of hanging out in the room. Does she see us? She hasn't noticed us, right? Because we were so... We were so stealthy. You know, she didn't notice three of you, but then as the dwarven woman comes tumbling down the stairs, (laughs) uh, she does turn... She tripped over a piece of that dumb plant that was still (laughs) wrapped around her ankle. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, That vine curses. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, she turns and says, Oh my, we have visitors. Yes, hello. Good evening. How are you? Oh, I'm not feeling quite myself, but it is uh, a pleasant evening. Uh, Kangir does recognize that From what he's gathered, this woman looks... She looks like Doatara. And uh, as she sees the three of you who are not dressed in bright red kind of descend, she's mostly just kind of being pleasant. Uh, Then she sees Jacob hopping down the stairs with his leg high in the air, <laughs> showing off his bright red Explorer's outfit. Yep. I'm like a rocket just all the time. <laughs> it's Constantly. truly impressive. <laughs> yeah, hopping uh, down the stairs with the other leg up. She does let out a hiss when she sees you. Are <laughs> you all right, madam? Oh, um... I just, uh just not feeling myself. I don't know if uh, you're invited guests, are you? Yeah. Yep. Super, super invited. Can't you tell by uh, my my fancy outfit here? Look at the fancy outfit. I'm actually 
a medical doctor. Uh, could I take a quick look? You're willing to roll whatever the 2E equivalent of, uh, or you're free to roll the 2E equivalent of a sense motive. I am a doctor. Oh, I trust you, but no, no, thank you. I have my own physicians. Okay, but, uh, I mean, it's your party. You can disassociate if you want to, but, uh, do you <clears throat> normally know who you are? Oh, and as you approach her, she backs away and hisses again. Of course I know who I am. It's, it's funny because it's, it seems like you think you're someone else. I think we are in agreement with that. Someone messy. Someone imprecise. Someone indiscreet no as you continue to kind of corner this woman uh, <laughs> with one leg up in the air <laughs> <laughs> one leg up in the air uh, this the disguise uh, drops is not Doatara before you. It's Noatara. <laughs> oh, got him. Uh, it is. It is actually a horned blue creature that has a tail and is walking sort of quadrupedally and. Oh boy, I think we just need to roll for initiative. Uh, can you manually add mine in Jeff? Because I accidentally clicked regular perception instead of initiative. And I feel like I'd be cheating if I re-rolled. No problem. Yeah. Looks like a excellent roll of a 31. I can edit it, I'm confident. Uh... I know in the normally you can click in them on the uh, thing and do I wonder if I can actually do it because it's my character nope you got a BGM (laughs) it is so determined that you don't go first Uh, don't worry I will just I will just put you at the top we know what the reality is I got you uh, up at the top where you belong so, uh, yeah, not Doatara stands before you, well, before Jacob, not too far from Kangir, and uh, she looks decidedly less pleased and noble than she did a moment ago. Question is a th- Throne strike still considered a melee strike because it is still with a weapon or no? Like for the purposes of using intimidating strike or would I have to be holding it? 
Once it's thrown, it's arranged. Okay, yeah, so I wouldn't be able to do that. Uh, I wanted to throw it and do intimidating strike. Uh, though I guess I can use my... So she will, uh, as a free action, say, I don't know who you actually are, but either way, you didn't pay me and you tried to kill me. So you use her first action to step up, and she is just doing a step because she only has to go five feet. And then for her remaining two actions, she is going to intimidating strike this uh, blue devil demon thing. That is a three on the die for a 20. Does a 20 hit the boss of the module, Jeff? Uh, it does not hit this creature, no. Okay, uh, that will be her turn. All right. Italian, the smaller. Italian is going to attempt to cast Spiritual Weapon. Yeah. So as part of that cast, uh, you do get to make a strike with it. Cool. Okay, so Italian holds out a hand and summons sort of like a spectral sawtooth blade. It looks similar to the one that he's holding, but see-through. Um, and the thing flies through the air to take a stab at um, this creature. Which I'm going to just click attack and hope that counts. Yes! Natural <laughs> point. Yes! Oh, yeah! Ooh. Crit, crit. Ugh, not great. Uh, 12 damage? Oops, the spiritual weapon took it. <laughs> no. No, that's not what we want. You hate to see it. That could you undo it, it just crosses it out. <laughs> <laughs> JK, JK. Yeah. <laughs> nope, that didn't happen. Uh, yeah, this, this creature appears to take all 12 of that force damage. We still have an action remaining. Uh, action. I think I'm going to not take another action. Is that so dumb? I feel like I'm going to stay right here. That's fine. Cool. Well, that would then bring us to not Doatara. And, oh boy, is this creature... Uh, just furious that someone wearing red would be standing right before it. It's, uh, it is going to make a claw at you. There's so many traits on this thing, it's oh, hilarious. No. But it's probably going to be fine, don't worry about it. Um, couldn't have happened Start. to a nicer guy. <laughs> uh, misses the terrible nice. four on the dice for the first attack. Uh, and it will try again with this agile claw. Surely. Oh, yes. That is a hit. Uh, so, first things first. Uh, it is going to deal you... 22 damage. And then I also need a fortitude save. Then a fortitude save. Yeah. So 21. Okay. Noted. Noted. Cool. 
doesn't doesn't sound menacing at all. Hmm. <laughs> Definitely not menacing. Oh, and it's kind of cornered here, so it's gonna just swing, perhaps foolishly, third time. Full map. Ooh, manages to just barely hit ya for an additional 16. Oof. And uh, hey, how about a fortitude save? Yeah. How's a 16 do ya? <laughs> that, I mean, I'm sure it's fine. I'm sure it's going really well. Yeah, yeah. No, totally. He'll live uh, forever. Hissing all the way, this creature ends its turn. All right. Well, um, what sort of recall knowledge would somebody be rolling on this? Uh, that would be... It's a cultism, I can't. <laughs> I was going to say a cultism. Okay, yeah. No, can't. Can't. Uh, you know, you could actually do religion. Hmm. I feel like he just got his world rocked pretty bad. So he is going to uh, drop his stance. Um, so that is practically a uh, one single action. He's going to enter dragon stance. And then he is going to take a, a whack with the dragon tail. Ugh. It's an 18. That would miss. Uh, could always use that hero point. Uh that is true um suppose i could because the dragon tail has a backswing trait he is going to go for uh not wanting to retreat in front of his mentor uh an ill-advised um second strike here okay cool so yeah then let's do that one as a flurry cool so there's a little plus one on there from uh, my backswing. Yeah. So let's see, 21. Yeah, I want to give it to you. But even even though you're flanking-ish, it still does not quite hit the creature. That is fair. Absolutely fair. And uh, with Jakob's final action, he is going to perform battle, me uh, battle medicine on himself, uh, going for the DC 20. And because he has the assurance feat, uh, skill feat, in medicine, he succeeds. So, so that is a 20. Awesome. All right, and that's my turn. Which then brings us to the volatile Zia. So since Zia is standing at a, at a safe distance here, um, I think she's going to put some of her detective experience to good use and do a recall knowledge. Uh, you said occultism works for that? I was mistaken. It's religion. <laughs> then never mind. What about assassin lore or underworld lore? Not in this instance, now. Alright, well, she also fairly notably did not relinquish the plus one crossbow, so she's gonna take a shot um, with said crossbow at this blue friend is 
a uh, 30. 15 on the die. So a 30 is going to hit. It may be completely irrelevant, but just hypothetically, uh, since you had different bolts available to you, there were five cold iron, five silver, and the beacon shot bolt. Did you have bolts of your own that were regular? Or? I, I do have my own bolts. Okay. Were you just using a regular old bolt? Probably, yeah. All right. Then yeah, that hits. You can just roll for damage. Um, that is eight on the D8. Nice. And I will uh, spend an action reloading. Just do one more shot at map. Uh, that is not going to hit. Only a 15. Unfortunately, correct. But I didn't love that. I mean, you hit it and it hurt. Looks like all of that bolt went through. That's exciting. Yeah. And that's all three. Indeed. Then at the top of round two, Kengir is up. All right. Uh, Kengir is, after looking through uh, her equipment, realizes that she's got a uh, talisman on this uh, spear that probably come in handy now if I can get a good hit. Uh, so... That is still in action to activate that, right? Uh, depends on the if you have talisman. talisman. It is a fear gem. When you activate the gem, so it does say... Oh wait, when you activate the gem, make a melee strike. So the activation is part of the strike. And if you have intimidating strike feet, you can basically combine the two of them. So it seems like the activation is part of the strike, not its own thing, if I'm reading that yeah, right. Yeah, that's... That is what it looks like to me. Uh, yeah, okay, so I think I can activate it as part of my Intimidating Strike. Uh, that's what it looks like to me. After figuring that out, she is going to attack with her plus one Strike and Returning Trident and get a 22, which is probably not a hit. You know, it normally wouldn't be, but because you are flanking with Jakob... Yeah, I guess technically this weird round room, this is kind of a flank, as <laughs> And that would then hit exactly and solve my AC puzzle. Awesome. And speaking of your AC puzzle, because of that rune, or I mean, not rune, talisman stacking with the, uh, what you call it, the intimidating strike, you are frightened too. Ooh. Oh, that's big. That's juicy. And let me roll my damage. Uh, ooh, nice damage, too. Almost max damage. 18 points. Two sevens on my 2d8. Wow. Uh, and she has one more action, so she is just going to take a second stab at this thing. And miss with a two on the die. Unfortunately, that is correct. And then that brings us to Atelier. I'm going to get... Frightened at it on this creature here. The Italian is going to <clears throat> keep attacking with the spiritual weapon. Let me just scroll back up to wherever that was. Yeah, so you'd spend an action to sustain. Oh, yeah, let's do that first. And then you can strike with it with that same action. As part of the same action or a new action? It, it's part of the action to sustain the spell. Yeah. Oh, cool. So 
So it does contribute to your multiple attack penalty if you were to you know, attack in other ways, but yeah, it just takes one action to keep it up and swing. Not good. But unfortunately, yeah, that 15 does not hit. Okay, and then do I get another attempt? Uh, I don't think you can attack with it more than once. Okay, okay, and that's my turn, right? Or that's my one... No, I mean, you still have two more actions. Two actions, okay, got it. Do you have a heal spell or just a harm spell? I have a heal spell. Does someone need... Oh, I can heal someone. I wonder if you want to heal... Oh, wait, no, he's good after his roll, isn't he? Never mind. Yeah, no, we're actually okay. Save that. Ignore okay. me. I will, um, <laughs> but I will move up closer to people in case healing comes up in the future. Let's stand here and hope I don't regret it. If you have a uh, religion, you could roll a recall knowledge. Oh, that was the other thing I was going to do. Perfect. Great. Amazing. Go team. That is a 26. So yeah, that is enough to identify this as a Peraka, which is a type of div. Cool. So it's a fiend. You know that. And you do get one question. Weaknesses. <laughs> I, I would like to ask about its weaknesses. Oof. Sam's cough there is just regrettable. Real uh, sick. <laughs> so you learn that this Peraka is weak to cold iron and to good. I'd like to shout these things out to my compatriots. Good thing we're a party of four good characters. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fiend. A D fiend. I was going to say a demon, but I don't think you said that. Div, right? There kind of it like, is. Like evil gin sort of thing. Makes sense. It's weak to cold iron. Strike fast and true. As the willow. Yeah. I begin whipping my hair back and forth. <laughs> it's free action. Yes, so it's, it's my Will Smith reaction. So yeah, with your stride forward that you took and the recall knowledge, that would be all Italian yes. can do in round two. Which then brings us to the Peraka, frightened too, as it is. Uh, yeah, it's not loving being boxed in like this, but nevertheless, uh, for reasons, it will continue to assault Jacob. It's all, it's all in the clothing. If only, if only you'd put on some elegant gown. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, you'd be so much safer and so much more stylish. Ah, this, uh, this creature does hit you with its claws. Uh, not doing as much, though, because of the frightened. Still, 22 is, uh, it's unfortunate. Yeah, they're just going to... Just does the, the claw thing again. And hits again. Yeah, rolling rocks. Oofta. Oh, well, it's a little bit better there. Thankfully, uh, really low damage for nine, uh, which helps. And uh, it is going to attempt to, foolishly perhaps, tumble through 
Jacob square to get out of this flank. So that is a acrobatics check. Ooh, that's not gonna do it. I also somehow rolled your acrobatics instead of its. Let me uh, undo that. <clears throat> oh, even thankfully for me, it's a lower bonus, but a slightly better roll and still insufficient. So it attempts to and fails, uh, which would provoke, I believe. Well, that might only be on a critical. Nope, it triggers reactions. So anyone who has an attack of opportunity would get to choose to use it. Can they use that? Natural one, <laughs> as is tradition for attacks of opportunity. Unfortunate. But it's still stuck there and flanked. It's frightened will go down one at the end of its turn. But uh, that does bring us to Jakob the Injured. So I think Jakob will first uh, take a moment um, and, and pray in his own way and uh, shrouds himself in a crimson. Um, uh, there's like a sort of ebbing crimson shroud around him that increases his AC by one, bringing it up to a 24. Um, and then on his next action, he is going to uh, key strike. There we go. Right? done one of those key strikes and then on my last action I am going to flurry dragon tails so after all that um, these get a plus one first one is a 31 yeah man already um, is that a crit with the flank and uh, the frightened one because yeah, of frightened one <laughs> with the flank because it couldn't break out of it. That is a critical hit. I'm so glad he used that jammer. There'd be no flightened. Oh, so sick. Which uh, effect of key strike would you be doing? Force, oh. spirit, vitality, or void? I'll call it force. I've added all your effects to you, so if you hit crit, it should roll it all in. Not an excellent... Uh, dice roll, so it looks like it's, it's 20 all told. For the Is that a one, one, a two, and a three on those three dice? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Oh. Um, and then next attack, so my flurry there. That is only, unfortunately, an 18. Oh, unfortunately a miss. Alrighty, so those are my three actions there. Still, that was a resounding hit. I did a uh, Paraka their world just a little bit. Hey. <laughs> a point. Well, I think it's time to end uh, Paraka's modern life here. So, <coughs> uh, <coughs> Zaya is going to. Yeah, first... never mind. Take that hero point back. <laughs> first action, uh, load up a cold iron bolt in the plus one light crossbow, and second action, take a shot. Uh, natural 19. 
for uh, 34 total. Oh, oh, that's juicy. That is a crit, sir. Oh, that's amazing. So I'm gonna, I think, just roll a d8 in the thingy so you can click the buttons like a magical thing this time. <coughs> that is a two for four damage on the crit. <laughs> awesome. From the cold iron crit, if that triggers any weaknesses. Uh, as a matter of fact, it does. Um, and then third action, load a, another cold iron bolt. And then Baraka takes an additional five damage. Yeah, it did not enjoy that cold iron bolt at all, actually, if we're being honest. I'm happy about that. It's reasonable. Uh, then at the top of round three, we are back to Kangir. Right. Uh, Kangir is going to try to uh, keep up this frightened. Take a swing with the trident. Uh, 29, which is not a crit, but it is a hit. That's right. Uh, 18 points of damage. Ooh. Ouch. And then just a regular stab for the last action at uh, map. And that is a two on the die. I, That is almost identical to my last thing. 18 points of damage and a two on the die on the second roll. <laughs> uh, so that is her turn. Ooh. It's so close. Yeah, Italian, you could see... This thing is near death as your spiritual weapon hangs in the air. Yeah, so we're gonna lead in with the spiritual weapon, do a quick, quick stabaroo. Ugh, that's not great. That's a 20 total. Unfortunately, no, that does not connect. All right. Well, my next question is I would like, not question, my next action, I'm going to move forward, tuck myself in here, get five feet away from it. And I'm going to try and stab it with my regular sword. Can I do that? Oh, yeah. It will have map. Okay. It'll have map. But, yeah. Okay. Um, so, ugh, oh, also not great. That's uh, an 18 total. No, it's a, a valiant effort by the leader. So that was a move, attack, and then another attack. So that's my turn. Okay. Well, Peraka's modern life is up. It uh, doesn't look like there's a ton of life left in it. Uh, so it is going to look to Kangir, who just dealt it quite the wallop. For once, she's going to turn and uh, attempt to claw her with its claws. Manages to connect despite the frightened one. So, hang on. Uh, boom. Reactive shield. Nice. Uh, so that adds two to my AC, bringing it so it is still exactly a hit, but it's at least going to take some of the damage out of the shield. Yeah. No, that's, that's smart. Wicked smart. So that amount of damage coming at you is 17. Okay. Uh, also, I have this. Uh, aggressive block. 
which I can use as a free action anytime I use the shield block reaction. Uh, and I sh can shove uh, that thing away from me and make it off guard if it. Uh, so it's shove or. Um, but uh, oh, or oh, or make it off guard. So I'm going to make it off guard. Yeah, absolutely. Because five feet backward is not going to help any of us. But I will make it off guard. Fair enough. That's huge. Okay. So that is action one. Action two, it does turn back to Jacob. It's just kind of flailing at this point, seeing if it can take anybody down with it. Parocking me like a hurricane, Jeff. Yeah, I got, I got so many. <laughs> Keep on parocking in the free world. And Paraka does hit you uh, for uh, only 15. You're totally fine. Totally fine. Uh, and Italian, who came up, is going to get the third strike. Just doesn't have any cool vine ability to attack everybody without penalties, but does have, you know, anger and general hostility. And misses because of the frightened. Nice. So that was possibly the last turn of this Piraka's life. Indeed. It's a free action, Jakob says. I have heard in Taldor they make the doctors do an oath that they may do no harm. They do not have that where I am from. And then, it's going to flurry. And with the dragon tail. That's 21. It's uh, be right? Because the frightened ticked off at their turn. That is no longer enough. That's what I figured. Alright, so here comes the second attack on the flurry. Okay, there's a 28. Yeah, that does it. So, uh, we'll do a little damage. We do a little damage. That's a 17. Ooh. Huge hit. This thing is hanging on by a blue thread. Then he's gonna go for that final attack. Cause why not? I always roll high. Ah, oh, so oh, close. Again. <laughs> so uh, close. Yeah, that's for folks. That is a uh, that was a, what was that a sixteen on the die for a twenty-one. So again, just right yeah, under. If the he AC. had still been frightened, it would have hit him. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. you know, I have one action left, so I, I have battle medicine the Paraka. No, I don't know what I'm going to do with my last action here. <laughs> well, you can take um, another swing at, at the same map. It doesn't get oh, worse. <laughs> it's true. It's got, you've seen a 17 or higher, no problem. Let's party. Who knows? Fish for a 20. I've, I've been told, oh, it's oh, <laughs> 18. So just, close. Yeah, no, he's he's not a lucky Jakob. He is, in fact, a, a, he's a stubborn and a disadvantageous Jakob, I think is his name's from this one. So that's uh, yeah, all three turns. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking great. I'll live forever. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> speaking of living forever, the completely unharmed Zia, uh, it's up to you. Yeah, she doesn't know what the what the big deal is um, everything seems pretty chill from where she's standing 
uh, safely behind a table and chairs. <coughs> She's gonna point up the already loaded with a cold iron crossbow bolt light crossbow and say, prepare to get divided by zero. (laughs) Uh, That is a seven on the die for a 22. I believe it is off guard because of the shield bash. It is. Because of that block, it is off guard even though flanking doesn't help you. So. Alright. There goes the D8. Five damage on the D8 plus weakness. And because of that weakness, with only seven hit points remaining, this you you pirocket this thing's face clean off. And it's very dead. Ooh. I think we just did a teamwork. Mm-hmm. And we find on it a very detailed note that said that it killed What's-Her-Face and took over, and it's been the one framing all of us, and we're done with the adventure. Hooray. (laughs) Uh, Whether or not such a note does exist, you do stand here in this gallery, some of you barely standing, and I'm not going to stand either because I'm going to bed. For those that we are about to pyrock... We shoot you with a crossbow. Oh, yes, we do. <laughs> Good night, Good Jeff. Good night, Jeff. Good night, Jeff. Good night. Good night, Paraka. focused on trying to get as few things wrong as possible. <laughs> Nailing it. <clears throat> Aside from the murder of youngest guard. I do uh, I do think there's a, a chance we uh, we well who needs a van when you have the people <laughs> Combat. who would be inside the van. Uh, stuck in a hedge. <laughs> it is definitely yeah, so- we're totally Not. just going to hide and watch this combat to make sure that guard is dead and can't tell anyone about us, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's an option, for sure. <laughs> but we're definitely not finishing today. Part four, <laughs> so your cough has time to recover. <laughs> <laughs> No, see, that's his voice for this character now, so we can't do another part of this until the next time Sam gets sick. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm still going to be coughing next week. And probably forever. Wow. That's a f- unfortunate. Does anybody else see, like, a little shadow Ken gear over there? Yeah. Yeah, that might just be a side effect of my $5 web server it'll it'll go away in time (laughs) yeah they're just going to that's useless i was looking at things it could do and like that's 
That's really unhelpful. It's like, hey, would you like to have disadvantage on social checks? Because <laughs> I could make that happen. <laughs>